0: Welcome to the Hooper's Edge podcast and we got a special treat for you today as I'm joined on the show by Zachary Kramer, the middle of the five Kramer brothers and a couple things about Zach before we get to this episode. One, he's one of the greatest shooters that USA High School has ever had. So for those of you that aren't familiar with USA High School, it's probably not that big of a deal to you. But there's a long list of really high-level shooters that have come out of that high school basketball program. Zach is on that list. I'm not just saying that because he's my brother. Spit some facts for you real quick. His senior year, he averaged about 17 points a game. He was voted one of the top 10 players in the Bay City Times region, and he shot just under 50% from the three-point line for the season his senior year. That's crazy. Like, that is a crazy stat. Half the threes you shoot for the year are going in, and it wasn't just because he only took a few shots. Some more stats for you. He made just under four threes per game his senior year. I may have I think it was like 3.6 something made threes per game. Like, that's crazy. So um, Zach was an absolute sniper for some really, really good uh, basketball teams Uh, his senior year. They have one of the top teams in the state of Michigan. And um, in this episode, Zach really breaks down in-season strength training and what high school athletes and athletes at any point that are in season can do to continue to get stronger, not just maintain, but get stronger as the season goes on. Uh, Zach does a great job with uh, his personal training business in the Grand Rapids area. He's also has some experience as a high school basketball coach as well. So just an all around really great person to learn from. So I hope that you guys benefit from this episode. If you do be sure to share it out. If you screenshot it, um, leave a rating and review, on Apple Podcasts and share it on social media, tag Zach, tag myself. We will put you in a drawing where I will send you, we'll pick one person and we'll send you free Kramer basketball swag on me just for listening to the show and and leaving a positive rating review on Apple Pods. We just want to help you. And so that is a great way for you to let me know that, hey, you're listening, this podcast is, is beneficial and it's helping you out because that's what we want to do as we give you the edge, the Hooper's Edge. All right, I'll stop talking. Big thanks to the bro Zach for spending some time with me. Let's get to the show. I'd like to welcome the bro Zach Kramer to the Hooper's Edge podcast. Zach, you have the special uh, privilege of being the only person thus far who's been on both the Coaches edge podcast and the Hooper's edge podcast. I am excited to have you on wow. the show.
1: I'm excited to, you know, break records. You know, this, this is, is big. this is an honor. This is big. big Listen,
0: deal. you, You came on the Coach's Edge podcast and you spoke about in-season strengthening and conditioning from a a coaching perspective. And today in this episode, you're going to do something very similar, but we're speaking directly to the player, right? The Hooper's Edge podcast, we want to give players that are listening the edge. Listen, we've had great feedback from players that are listening to this podcast. And the cool thing is that, you know, a lot of these players, you've had them at some of our camps. At Bayshore Camp. And so they are listening to this podcast as you you drop some knowledge on what they can do in season to continue to make sure that they're, they're basketball strong, basketball strong performance, mm-hmm. right? And so yeah. before we dig into that, I'm going to have you introduce yourself and I'm going to put you on the spot with one surprise question. And then we'll get into yes. the nitty gritty of of, you know, basketball in season, strength and conditioning, what our players can do to, to just be better. So um, in a you know, 90 second, you know, intro for those that are listening and don't know you or those that do know you, but don't know exactly what you've been up to, give us a little bit of, mm-hmm. of your bio and what you're up to right now.
1: All right, here it goes. Uh, my name is Zach Kramer. I've been a personal trainer the last three years. Um, I originally had a passion uh, for basketball and thought that that's where my career was going to go and then something changed I started uh, entering into fitness with just as much of a passion but still an, uh, an intense passion to help other athletes so I have some experience in that area with last year I was able to be the uh, uh, assistant coach in charge of athletic development at a class a school in Muskegon uh, called Monashore Sailors so got to put some of what I've learned into practice and saw some incredible and crazy results as a, as a product of being able to run this, the, that portion of the, the team. It was awesome.
0: Sure. So, I mean, so you, obviously you were a really good high school basketball player. Um, you, you know, you were an assistant coach uh, last year um, at, at the high school level. And then with your background in personal training, I mean, you help people, whether it's getting stronger, uh, gaining weight, losing weight, um, getting getting faster jumping higher athletic development all that stuff you you help people out with players and and everything and so that's why you're such a great person for this episode here's the surprise question share with us one funny story through your basketball career don't throw anybody under the bus but nobody's under the bus what's just one funny basketball story you remember
1: one funny basketball story, man. Uh, I wish this wasn't the surprise question. I could think of a real good one. Um, oh, okay. I got one. All right. Okay. So uh, it was seventh or eighth grade. Okay. So there's this, there's this one guy, he doesn't get a lot of playing time. He's not incredibly great. Okay. Um, but he's, he loves playing with the guys. He loves being part of the team. God bless him. Um, but his job is to not shoot, you know, he's, you know, he, he, just not, dude, you're just not, not good at it. Like, but however, when he would get into, into practice or when he would get into a game, he knew that he would probably get yelled at for shooting it, but he did not care. He was going to do, you knew it was going to happen. So he always went left, very, very left-hand dominant. And whether he was at the three-point line or the free throw line, he would dribble left and do a sky hook from wherever he was, and it would shoot, it, it, would, it would always go to the side of the backboard or all the way over the backboard. And the, my coach had the weirdest way of yelling at him. He would say, Judas Priest on a donkey, Kaylor. What the heck are you doing? <laughs> and then he would sub him out. Like, they're all like, dude, you got to stop doing that. But that's, a, that's one little story from middle school. I'll never forget looking and watching him, knowing it was coming, and just wondering where that ball was going to land because it wasn't going to be in the hoop. Uh, but it was always exciting to see it fly.
0: Uh, I'm so glad I asked that question. That was really good. The, the junior high basketball stories are are pretty classic. Um, mm-hmm. I, as you can imagine, also have many, many stories. Yeah. Uh, this is one from an observation. I think it was my last year playing in Germany. And I had some friends around our basketball team who played in a like intramural rec league type thing overseas. And so they had a game on like a Sunday afternoon. And so I'm gonna go support them, right? They're supporting me. And so I go to this like men's league game, right? Yeah. And so, so they're playing, and the guys that I knew, they they knew what they were doing. They were they're pretty good, pretty good players. Well, the team that they were playing, not so much, not some, not some great men's league players. Now, you, you know, men's league, like half, half the guys are in shape. Half the guys are in terrible shape. Half the guys mm-hmm. know what they're doing. Half of them don't, you know, 50 percent of them think that they are really good. And the, but they're usually the worst ones there. Um, so There's a whole mix. Right. So where was this again? Germany. Germany. Okay. Germany. Yeah. yeah. So, but I saw something that I've never seen before and I've never seen since. Okay. Okay. They bring it up and there's this one guy on the other team and he's, he's talking, you know, it's, it's all in German. So I don't know exactly what he's saying, but he's just telling everybody what to do the whole game. He's like the player coach, right? He's telling everybody Mm -hmm. what to do and he's playing a lot. And he's, he's, you know, got some bounce. Good, he's in good shape. Um, you tell he can't, he can't play. Like, he doesn't have any basketball skills, right? So he gets the basketball on the wing. And the guy, my guys, my, my friends that are, are playing, they're not going out to guard him. They, they know. Like, if he shoots, we're just going to get the rebound. Yeah. Well, the guy who has the ball also knows he's a terrible shooter. But... Yeah he thinks that the best thing for his team is to rebound his shot, not pass, not drive, but to shoot it anyway because he's open. And so the entire game, he would catch the ball at the three-point line. Nobody guards him. He would, like, hold the ball, point out to his teammates, and yell, rebound, rebound. And then he would jack up the shot over his head. It would, like, just smack off the backboard. And then usually my guys would get the rebound and like go down and score. And I'm like, what (laughs) just happened? Did he just tell everybody that he was going to shoot it and miss it? No way. And like a couple (laughs) possessions later, he gets the basketball. He like holds it for a second, just yells, rebound, rebound, shoots it. Bang off the backboard, get the rebound and go down. And it was the whole (laughs) game. This guy was doing this just like telling everybody that he was going to miss the shot, then shoot it, miss it. It was, it was unbelievable. Like, I mean, the, That's... the, the sense of, I just don't know how to explain that. Like you, yeah. you know, you're a terrible shot. You still think you should shoot it. The, the audacity to do that. It was just, I've yeah. never seen anything like it. And hopefully I never see it again. It's
1: best case scenario since you're alerting both teams is you have a 50 (laughs) percent chance of keeping the ball
0: it wasn't like some secret signal he was yelling rebound (laughs) for the whole everybody (laughs) that's watching to know it's going up
1: oh that's awesome good for that guy
0: yeah so props to props to him Mm -hmm. anyway zach i'm glad we did that so (laughs) in season strength and conditioning You've yeah, talked it. about this in detail and we, we want to give for our, our player listeners, you know, with these podcasts, generally, you know, 20, 30 minutes um, where we can break, break down some things and drop some knowledge so they can can apply it to their game. So if I have a limited amount of time as an athlete, I'm going to school, there's a pandemic, obviously, that we're, we're dealing with practices can be limited. What are a couple of the lifts that I need to make sure that I'm doing in order to make sure that I'm basketball strong throughout the course of the season.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like you said, uh, you don't have a lot of time, that's okay. You don't need a ton of time uh, during the season. Obviously you want to prioritize some more time outside season, but particularly in season, a few things that you want to prioritize, um, which I think are the big three. Um, And then we can, we can go into detail about, about some other things if you'd like, but squatting, um, dead lifting, and uh, cleans. Those are, those are three exercises that you're going to go into the gym. Does It's not going to take forever. Your workout shouldn't take forever. You're already playing a lot of basketball. Your lungs are already going to be good. You're not trying to work on your lungs in the gym, uh, uh, the, the weight room, but um, during practice and whatnot, you will be you know, working on your lungs and your cardio. But in this particular instance, you wanna make sure that you're maintaining your explosiveness at all costs. And that's what the squat helps with. That's what the deadlift and what the, the cleans are for. So when it comes to those things, what I, tell, um, what I tell athletes is that you want to pick a weight. You think you can do six times, um, whether or not you get all the way to six, doesn't matter. It's not that big of a deal, but you want to pick a weight that's, pr- that's, he- that's pretty heavy, get up to six, and if you only get up to five, that's okay. So the idea is that you're going to, for as many reps as you can, up to six, explode out of either your squat, your deadlift, or your clean as hard as you possibly can. Do it as fast and powerful as you possibly can. But if your fourth rep, you're fast, you're powerful, 100%, but your fifth rep was just even a little bit slower, that's cool. Rack it, forget about it, take your rest, and then do it over again. But if your fifth rep isn't as powerful as your fourth rep, then we're, then we're expanding outside of the purpose of the workout. We want to maintain and focus on our absolute most explosive uh, uh, energy. And anything outside of that capability, we're just working on other things. It's not not quite the purpose.
0: How many sets would they do that for?
1: Not a lot. I would say five at most, but between three and five, depending on how you're feeling that day. Um, and really, uh, I think it comes down to knowing your body. It comes down to knowing your body. If uh, you, you have it in you to do five sets. Um, but yeah, three is completely good. And you might only do nine reps total in your three sets. Cool. You, you came in. You got the purpose, do it again tomorrow. It's not going to be anything, anything crazy.
0: I can speak to, to that with the bench press before, like you're working on the explosiveness, right? Because in basketball, it's about being explosive. And this is a great way. Like a lot of times you hear, Hey, during the season, we're just going to try to maintain, but I can tell you, if if you do it this way, you can still get stronger in season. Yeah, you may maintain. You're burning a lot of calories. Yeah. You're, you're doing a lot of things. So, And if you maintain, cool. But you could also gain strength throughout the course of the season. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I did before, um, at the end of 2020, I wanted to bench press. I wanted to have a max bench. What was it? Uh, I wanted to be able to bench like 245 by the end of uh, Christmas. Like my all-time max is 255. I want to be able to go 245 by the end of 2020. And I did essentially what you just recommended with the bench press. Mm. I did five sets of five reps. And I would do that like twice a week. And I also did like if I if I did a, a set of five and it was like, ah, I can't, like I barely got that fifth fifth one, the next set. I'd either lighten the weight or I just go four, four reps, you know, and, and I was trying to be explosive. It wasn't as explosive as some of these exercises you're talking about, but as far as the sets and the reps go and trying to be explosive and not trying to overdo it, like, Hey, I only got four sets, but that was like my max effort was four. So, okay, good, good. Fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Like it, it works. It absolutely works. And you could do the things that you're talking about, and it may not even take a whole lot of time, which is what you mentioned, first of all. So if you're breaking down the squat, the deadlift and the clean, do you recommend somebody doing all those in like a one workout? Probably not, right? Like how would that look throughout the course of a week?
1: So for, for our players, we would lift uh, three times a week. So every single um, workout, we would squat. Okay. It would, again, it's nothing, nothing crazy, but you are working your butt off and exploding as hard as you can while you're in it. Um, so we would, we would squat, we get three or four or five sets uh, in on a squat and we, then we would either transfer over to a deadlift or a clean, um, but we wouldn't do all three. We do one or the other. So between workouts, you would always squat, but every other, you would alternate between whether you're going to do a deadlift, or whether you're going to do, a clean, but all, all of those same amount of sets, same amount of reps.
0: Okay. Got it. That makes, that makes sense. Um, so aside from those main three exercises of recovering those bases, what are some other types of exercises that we should be doing to complement those big three in season? Yes.
1: Yeah, so there's the, the philosophy that I kind of carry on is, When it comes down to the end of a game, what are things that you are going to at the end of the game, if I happen to lose? um, These are things that did not contribute to failure. My legs weren't too tired. My lungs weren't too tired. My low back wasn't too tired. My shoulders weren't too tired. If you lose a game because your legs aren't good, lungs aren't good, low back isn't good, and your shoulders aren't strong enough to maintain double overtime triple overtime whatever it takes however the long the game might go if one of those things four things fail you something is terribly terribly wrong with your training i'm not going to lose a game and allow one of those four things to have a contributing factor as to why we didn't win so what i um what i make sure to do is is the lunge walking make sure that your lungs and your legs are going to be able to maintain and to hang on for an entire game. They're going to be just as strong at the beginning. They can go two games if, if they had to, uh, your low back doing a lot of hyper extensions, low back extensions, making sure that your low back is strong and able to go forever. Um, obviously running and stuff like that and shoulders, those aren't necessarily things that we're going to go crazy about in the weight room. Just make sure you're working hard in practice and that you're keeping your hands up in practice for, as much as you can so at the end of practice your shoulders are a little tired but if you finish practice and your your shoulders are aren't tired it's like maybe challenge yourself next practice keep your hands up but that's not necessarily something um that uh i target in the weight room itself to maintain you know um shoulder endurance but when it comes to lunges and those low back extensions swear by them those are things that have to be able to keep on the entire game no matter what
0: and the low back is key i mean because that's core right people think of core and they think yeah. oh i got a six pack but core is is just as much your low back right everything that's wrapping around right. that midsection and hyper extensions the the lunges are, are that's really a lot of core work involved in lunges as yeah. well so those are two great exercises and Shoulders are really important, man. I mean, obviously shooting, I yeah. think of all the bigs, especially how important if you're a post player and you're always trying to hold people off, right. And you're trying mm-hmm. to go up and you're getting hit. And there's a lot of basketball players that, you know, whether it's a labrum, they have some type of issue with, with their shoulders. So if they do want to make sure that that's not a weak spot, what are a couple of exercises that they can do to make sure that upper body in the shoulder area is strong?
1: I would say, uh, bent over, uh, reverse flies. So that's where you're, um, bent over your low back is strong and your back is straight. You're not hunching ever, 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 ever. No, there's no point to do that. Always. As have I'm your am hunching, back straight. as I'm hunching,
0: listen to you. I got to straighten my back out. Thank you for the reminder.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Hunch all day long. It's a, uh, you got to remember that so you're bent, you're bent over. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're coming out way, way, way wide. So it's like you're, you're hugging a tree. So normally a chest fly, you're laying on your back. This is a bent over reverse fly where you're coming out wide and you're squeezing your shoulder blades together. That's going to, uh, if you keep your elbows down and you come more, uh, making your arms into an arrow shape, that's going to get more of your, your rhomboids or your upper back. Whereas if you keep your elbows high and you make more of a T shape, when it comes to your torso straight up and your elbows out, you're going to look like a T that's going to get more of the back of your shoulders called your rear delts. So those, those exercises coming back, making arrows coming back, making T's. that's going to make your, your back strong, especially if you're in a post-up situation, trying to hold somebody off, hold somebody's arm to catch a ball so that, you know, they're not blasting your arm down so that you can, you know, get the inbound pass and, um, that's de- those definitely a couple keys, key exercises I would recommend. I love it. That. It's a good,
0: it's a good uh, foundation of, of some key lifts. We could go on and on with the lifts and the workouts and things like that. We're not going to, we just want to give you guys a taste of some of the lifts, but going along with what you should do, it's also very important to know what not to do. So what are some of the bigger
1: mistakes
0: that you see athletes making in season?
1: think oh what was what was a there's a buddy of mine he was they were going into they're practicing for hours then they got a weight a weight session afterwards and their coach is assigning them this program that is billion reps just 20 reps of this 20 reps of that just like completely killing everything killing your muscles like dude I, i i was listening to this workout i was listening to this person they're just like they're dying. I'm like, well, yeah, there's no, there's no point. There's no point to repping again and again and again, doing curl or reg, like doing 20 squats in a row. Like you're not going to be doing that in the game. You want to do repetitious type of movements when it comes to skill type things. I'm going to dribble forever because that's a skill that needs to be built up because the game of basketball requires it, but I'm not going to squat and get a bunch of time and, to make sure that I'm doing this forever and forever, forever. Cause that's not necessarily a skill that's going to translate perfectly into a basketball game, like shooting, dribbling, whatever it may be. So when, when I see teams go into the weight room and they just do too many reps, they're just like, there's no point to this. So then the players get worn down. They get too tired because they're, they're trying to get their endurance in the weight room when the power should be coming from the weight room, right? The, the the endurance should come from the coach on the hardwood floor. But when it comes to moving metal, man, uh, that's, that's where you need to throw out, forget about the lungs, forget about the endurance. Let's get powerful. Let's, let's, let's move some real weight. Let's make sure, obviously your form is great. Um, and there's no, no potential for injury, but that's a huge mistake I see is just, you're just overdoing it. You don't really know exactly what you're doing, so you do everything and you do too much of it rather than a few simple things perfectly, a few powerful times, and that's going to separate you from everybody if you can do that.
0: Yeah, no, I I think that's a great point. You're getting so many repetitions and, uh, you know, from a, an aerobic standpoint from the basketball practice itself, what's the point of then going into the weight room and then performing another aerobic workout. You already did all of that long, high rep type exercises. You got to go in there and get your, get your reps in and get out. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and you know, the, the 20 reps and 30 reps and whatever it is of different exercises are only going to wear you down. Well, that's not, that's not what we did. We already wore you, wore you down in the gym, right? We don't need to do that and, and do another essentially basketball workout in the weight room. You just did the basketball workout, right? Let's do some of these lifts that you're talking about to help protect your body from injury. And hopefully not only be able to maintain, but get stronger as the season goes on as great stuff. And I think of, you know, my high school basketball career, um, we had a, a, really nice weight room. Our weightlifting program wasn't really designed for the basketball player. And then even when I went to college and, you know, college basketball team, I'm playing college basketball. We're lifting a few days a week. But even then, that that in-season lifting program wasn't really designed for basketball players. We were just kind of in there lifting. In fact, our mm-hmm. preseason and off-season lifting program that we did in college, it was solid. It was good. Like, it was built towards preparing. And that's what that's one of the mistakes that I see among players and coaches is, they'll pay a lot of attention to detail with like the lifting and the exercises. And I'll have, you know, players write me in when it's off season, Hey, I want to jump higher. I want to do these things. Like, what can I do? But then when we get in season, it's like, we've totally forgotten everything. It's like, okay, it's just the basketball stuff. And then we'll just forget about all the important aspects of what we actually do in the weight room. We don't put the thought into it that we did. In the offseason, and that's that's a big, big yeah. mistake that you're hurting yourself, right? I would have been a better high school basketball player if I would have had a basketball oriented weightlifting workout, I would have been a better college athlete if I would have had mm-hmm. a basketball specific weight room workout tiered toward being able to perform best on the court instead of just lifting weights. It's better, nothing but in the big scheme of things if you're the one that's doing the things that you're breaking down right now that's the person that's going to be you know at at a big advantage so zach what's another from a nutrition from a you know rest and recovery standpoint what are a couple pieces of advice that you would give to the players listening
1: i don't know if this is so much helpful as it is kind of funny and a poor experience um but before a game, one time we would have team dinner, and Amy McBrayer, the best chef in Seed Wing, uh, she, would, she made us chicken Alfredo one time. And we were just so pumped. She's just, oh, so good. And we had a ton of chicken Alfredo before. The entire team was like falling asleep before the game. We were all so tired. And this is a team we should have just smoked, but we were just letting them hang. And like, I was just going up and down the floor. Like, I live for these days. We're so tired, <laughs> and uh, and after the game, this kid shakes our hand. He's like, "Nice game. We should have beat you. We didn't even play that good." We're like, "Dude, you have no idea. <laughs> we we should have smoked you. You have you have no idea uh, what we we're capable of." But we had bad food. <laughs> like this, the food stuff is incredibly important. Um, but uh, when it comes to a nutrition standpoint, I would say. Um you need to be eating quite a bit. We I had this uh um circumference challenge where we were measuring our arms. I had Micah and I had Evan Neff on there, and they both gained weight during uh during this challenge, and they both grew a little bit in their arms, which is incredible. Evan Neff gained four pounds and he's in season right now, which is unheard of. He's he's gaining weight. Um so what those those things are is like your energy is more important and more crucial than ever before especially in the in season so you can't eat garbage you can't eat 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 these pastas that are just like if it's slowing down your workout if it's slowing down your sleep if it's slowing down your game it's it's not worth it you have to eat clean I, i eat a lot of um beef and white rice people think that brown rice is better than white rice well that's because it has more nutrients in it But the fact is you can't really digest all of the nutrients in brown rice, but you can digest more of the nutrients that are in white rice. So your body can actually intake it and use more of the white rice and get hungry and then do it all over again uh, than it actually could with brown rice. But beef is uh, one of the most uh, nutritious and vitamin filled uh, meats that we have. Now, chicken is great. You know, I used to eat a, a lots and lots of chicken and I've gotten, you know, gained weight off a of chicken, but it doesn't, it's not as nutrient dense as beef is. So when it comes to what you're drinking, if you're drinking pop, dude, cut it out. <laughs> you can't, you can, I, I've. if you want, if you want to meet your potential, if you want to get better, you can do one little thing and sacrifice some pop uh, to get better, dude, you gotta do it. So worth it. Just get rid of it. Drink more water. Um, really it's, I don't, I don't have a ton of, a ton of tips other than eat eat things that are going to give you more, more strength and make you feel good. It's, we all know the things that don't make us feel good. You know, eat the things that make you feel good. Beef, rice, vegetables, and salad, and lots and lots of water.
0: Mm -hmm. No, it's good stuff, and I think you 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 talked about that story with you know chicken parm before a game. I made that same mistake as a player. It was spaghetti for me, and it wasn't that it wasn't (laughs) spaghetti that was the problem. It was the timing of when I ate it, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. you could eat chicken parm, and for a 16 year old kid who's burning a million calories a day, great meal, Mm -hmm. right? But if you eat it game day before you're going out there you can expect to be sluggish. And that was the same yeah. mistake that I made. You know, I was told, hey, you want to really carbo load before you play a game because carbohydrates give you energy. And so I would eat all this pasta and then I would feel so, so sluggish. It really wasn't most games in high school. It wasn't until like the third quarter that I felt like, okay, I'm ready to, to play this game. And it's not surprising yeah. that we as a team, were generally a second half team. Well, that's because I was out there on the court most <laughs> of the time, and I play better in the second half most of the time. Like, it, you know, it's not a secret. Yeah. And um, so, that's really, really key. You mentioned the pop. Like, if you can cut out chips and pop, Do if, it. if you've been eating and drinking chips and pop, and now you cut that out, <laughs> you can. If you just did that, you're gonna feel like. What what is happening to me? Why do I feel so good? Why do I have this energy, right? And you replace that pop with more water because most of us are dehydrated. You're gonna feel like, start to feel superhuman. If you've been treating your, your body like crap like that and now you're just tweaking a couple things, ooh, I mean, yeah. that's gonna be big. And then you're you're eating some yeah. of the the high quality foods that you mentioned right there. It's gonna be a really big, really big advantage. And there's, I think people don't realize the impact that food has on them. I know, personally, there's been many times where I haven't realized the impact of the food I was eating, and just how it made me feel. I would, I would, you know, look in the mirror, or like, you know, be in the weight room, and I would say, okay, well, it doesn't really matter what I eat, right? I don't look, I, I look the same on the outside, but how I feel right. on the inside was different, and that, that's a really big yeah. that's a really big key.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a couple more tips. Uh, so the, what we're kind of talking about the carbs that make you tired those are complex carbs that are good for tomorrow, but simple carbs are ones that your body can break down and use almost right away. So those that would be fruit, vegetables, and uh, stuff like that. So what I do. If, uh, if you want to ask me what I've been eating, I've been feeling like an animal lately. I've been in the weight room most days twice, uh, just because I work out and I got more in the tank and it's just not enough. I need to keep working out because, so I've been eating, I've been eating really good feeling like I can just keep going. Right. So, um, a couple of things that, uh, contribute to that is, is that there's simple carbs and there's complex carbs, the type of carbs that made me and you tired are the complex carbs because they're good for tomorrow when you have too much of them it makes you kind of, you know, sluggish, uh, but those are good things. Those are good carbon load carbs, but they're good for tomorrow. Whereas fruit, vegetables, um, those are simple carbs. Your body can break down and use almost right away. Um, so that would be like banana. Like what I do at night is I, uh, I have a banana and I put peanut butter on it to satisfy my hunger while I sleep. Cause your body, takes a long time to break down peanut butter, which is what I want so that I don't wake up hungry because I'm normally trying to eat like every two hours um, because my metabolism is just wanting food so much. Um, So I have those peanut butter bananas before bed and I wake up and lift in the morning and uh, it just gives you that much more. So if if you are going to eat something, something good, you can eat something good, you know, have a little bit of this and that before a game I recommend, but fruits and vegetables, uh, especially fruits like oranges and bananas and apples um, before a game, if you're going to smash some food, those are good things to eat.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Absolutely. That's some great stuff. So as we close out this podcast, uh, man, we touched on a, a lot of great things from some, some key core lifts that we can use in the weight room. Uh, some of the mistakes and we talked about that you know too many reps a lot of times that athletes make when they're lifting in season. Um, and then we touched on you know some of the some of the things that we can concentrate on to to complement. Like you mentioned uh, lunges, you mentioned working on um, hyperextensions. You you talked a couple about those those T T rows. Um, what would you call them? Reverse reverse flies. Um some really good stuff that we can complement some of our workouts as well so Zach, I want to thank you for taking the time to be on the the hooper's edge and for for those of you listening, if you screenshot that you're listening to this episode and you tag Zach, you tag myself on instagram um, anybody that that tags us shouts us out um, we'll be picking one one person and I'll send you some free. Kramer basketball swag. I'll contact you and we'll get that out to you. We want to thank you for listening to the Hooper's edge podcast. Zach, before we go, uh, tell us a little bit about how our listeners can connect with you, follow you if they're not already.
1: Yeah. I, uh, follow me on Instagram. It's where I'm most active, uh, at Zach Kramer, Z A C H C 11, uh, Zach Kramer 11. Um, and I'm kind of transferring over from temple fitness to being mostly, that profile dominated. So if you follow Zach Kramer Levin, follow along. I am more than happy to give advice on the fly. Uh, if you'd like to, uh, message me, uh, directly, um, I'd love to give advice and see how, uh, I can help you. So love to hear from you.
0: Perfect. Appreciate you taking the time, Zach, and thank you all for listening. Uh, be sure to, if you can subscribe, rate and review that goes a really long way as we continue to build out uh, the Hooper's Edge. Thanks again. God bless. Get after it today.